Appreciate you being here. Just uh, for those that may not know who you are, if you don't mind just doing a quick intro. Yes, I am. Monsieur Chase, Worldwide Estevez, International Chase. One man, many names, one legend, one goal, top five. Let's get it, man. Uh, give people a little background into what you do. Um, I do suits, but I also have an app called DLC Doctors of Color. I'm um, exploring that world of fashion, but also the medical side. It's, uh, it's been a long journey, but it's, uh, I'm loving the process of it. It's stressful, it's exciting, yeah. and I'm very into it. Yeah, we were talking about the intentions behind some of the things you do. Yeah. And you, uh, you talked about the reasoning behind why you created the app. If you want to talk on, talk, touch on that a little bit. Yeah, the reason why we created DLC Doctors of Color is because my best friend here went to the doctor one day. And he didn't like what the doctor was saying. And he felt like he was getting diagnosed wrong. So... We talked about it, and he had this idea of how about we create an app that's for people of color, just so we can go to a doctor that looks like us. And we built on that because our slogan is going to the doctor shouldn't be a death sentence, especially in the black community. We feel like once we go to the doctor, it's a wrap. It's, oh, my God, it's, it's a death sentence. Don't why do you, why do you feel that? Because you said that over the phone as well, and I – you know, I, I don't have enough information to kind of understand why that is, mm-hmm. but I'd love to hear from your perspective why that exists um, and, and just kind of educate people into what that is like from your perspective. Um, because it's almost like going having a sense of not having enough money to pay for the doctor's bill or what they're going to diagnose you with and yeah. then the, the prescription that you got to get you might not have the money for it, or you feel like they're just trying to get money or they don't know what they're talking about. It's a sense of them not understanding you. Like, I go to a doctor, uh, a Caucasian, he might not understand me. He might not understand what I've been going through in life, and he's just going off a of base medically yeah. about something instead of just trying to get to know, you know, his uh, his client or what's, what's going on, his patient or what's going on. Yeah. So it's... it's uh, like a stigma of being scared also it dates back to early 1900s slavery time the doctors not giving enough care to black people like they just doing them any kind of way so some people have died doing surgery got diagnosed wrong i believe that's part of the reason why yeah it's always good to have a bigger purpose behind something you build and you know that can really be a motivating factor and drive you to do things that if, if you don't have that bigger purpose, you may not want to get out of bed and make shit happen or like do things that you need to do. Right. But if you want to touch on, you know, where that drive came from to do something. Man, drive came when I was, I was younger. It came from my mom. Just uh, my mom's a school teacher. And like every morning going to work, she would just instill in me, just the confidence to be able to do anything in life. So I went to a, a predominantly all-white school when I was yeah. in Mississippi. So being one of the only few blacks there, it was like I had to, in a sense, prove myself to be better than them, be at their level, and then also exceed them. So was, I always had that competitive edge when I was younger, not right. wanting to lose at anything 
wanting to be the best, knowing that I can do anything, just her instilling that confidence in me and not being cocky, but understanding everything is possible if you put that work into it. And if you want to do it, then why not, why not go all in? Yeah, no, that's beautiful, man. And the most important factor in that is not being cocky, not having arrogance mm-hmm. when, you're, when, you, when you're confident and when you have self-belief. But talk about where that drive came from, essentially. Was it environmental or was it parental or was it just one day clicked, some, something you watched? Like, where did it come from, if you can recall? Um, it's a combination of, of, of everything, parental the environment, growing up in the southern ghetto or southern hood, just being out there knowing that you want to get out of that, just knowing that my mother supported me, just knowing just seeing something, watching something on TV, just knowing I can do that. Later on in life, it's been me watching uh, like clips of Kobe Bryant, uh, The Last Dance uh, yeah. with Michael Jordan, just seeing how competitive he is, and he did whatever it took to win. I've had that since I was growing up, but since I've reached a certain age, um, I'm all in because I want to be the best. Yeah. I don't care who I'm going up against, my competitors, I don't care who you are. I feel like if we're in the competition, I'm at my best, and you at your best, I'm going to win. Right. No, I feel you, and I feel like you have to have that mentality if you, like, really, really want to win in yeah. this world. And I mean really, really. I'm putting an emphasis on the words really, really. Like, <laughs> not, like, just pretending, not just not doing it for really, Instagram. Really, like, no. if you actually want to win, change your life, make money from something you're passionate about, and you could speak on that more. Like, you, you have more experience than me. It really takes a lot to make something happen but it's really so easy to just pretend that it's happening. Right. And that's the confusion that we live in in this day and age where it's easier to pretend, so people choose to pretend. And in that pretend, they hope, oh, if I keep pretending and if I pretend the right way, maybe it'll happen. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't happen like that. Sometimes it does, right? And that's what everyone like looks at. Oh, this person blew up off of TikTok. Like, they didn't really do shit. Nice. But that's just how it is. Like, th- those are the odds of probability. You know, if you look at... Apply the lens of probability to anybody you think came up overnight Mm -hmm. and then apply that same lens to your existence. The probability of you being born is also very low. So you're lucky if you're born. Mm -hmm. That's your win. Yeah. Their win just happened to be something extra on top of being born. And that's okay. Like not everyone has that same path. So talk about some of the instances where you where your sort of inner sort of mental narrative was challenged. Where like shit's not going your way or you think, oh, you know, maybe it's not going to happen. Talk about those instances, too. Man, you have more failures than you have wins. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, um, man, I, I hate to talk about this, but I, I got to talk about it. This, I think, is my biggest loss I've ever taken, like, in business. I had, um, it was a wedding a couple of years ago. I, I was doing everybody's uh, suits in the wedding. And I reached out to another uh, tailor guy, and I said, yo, I have this big uh, wedding that I'm doing. I need some help on it. I'll pay you. Can you help me? He was like, yeah. I said, okay, cool. You know, come down to it. Uh, I gave him some of the suits to do some alterations with. And a day or two before the wedding, 
I called him. I said, um, I'm needing the suits because, you know, the groom and the groomsmen, everybody is asking for the suits. And he was like, okay, just come by my shop. So I went by his shop, got some of the suits. And um, I'm looking, where are the rest of the suits? Because I, I, I need them. He's like, oh, he's scrambling everywhere. I'm like, okay, where are they? He's like, oh, they're on the Southwest. I'm like, okay, let's go get them then. We got to go get them. So we went to go get them. Some of them not there. The people that he sent them to, they're scrambling all over their office. By yeah. this time, I'm panicking. I'm getting the phone calls from the people from the wedding. Right. This is my name. His name not on it. They don't know that, that me and him are, you yeah. know, are colliding on this. It's, they just know it's me. So I'm, I'm panicking. But I'm cool exterior, just forensic, just going crazy on the inside, right? So I finally get all the suits. Took them to the, uh, to, to the party, to the group. A couple hours later, I get a phone call. Oh, my God, some of these suits are gutted out. They, they're too short. Now I'm, I'm like, what do you mean? It was like, you got to come back up here. So I come back up there. Every suit that I sent to this person was gutted, was too short, was messed up. And so I'm... I'm like, wow. In my head, I'm like, wow. I have to take this hit in business. This was my really first big loss and really my only one that I ever took with, yeah. with the suit business because I entrusted someone to to hold up their end of the bargain, and they didn't. And I can't blame him because it's it's my company. It's my mistake. You made that decision. Yeah, I made that decision. I had yeah. to take this even though – it was him, but it's it's really me. And from that day, I've never worked with anybody else again, ever. I don't have no hate towards him or anything like that. Yeah. I just know where me and him stand with business, and it was personal. It gets like that sometimes. And by the way, that's entrepreneurship for yeah. the people that are unaware that are wondering. I what this shit is it's not just instagram it's not just flexing cars and going to parties and taking pictures with people this is entrepreneurship making mistakes trusting people learning the process learning how to trust who to trust right i mean bro if you want to get you know detailed with the car rides mm-hmm. and your frustration and and the and the uncertainty within you and like man i really need this you know like i'm i'm, I'm speaking for you in a way but yeah. it, this could translate to anybody in any business that really is out here doing stuff like you're you don't know what it feels like to go back and forth while you're making mistakes while you're trusting people while you don't know if this money's really going to come in or if they want a refund and you can't afford that refund like all these things happen and that's it all goes back to the first thing you said on this said i love the process if you don't love the process none of this shit's going to make sense to you it's not going to make sense why you have to do this right you have to you have to how can i say it you have to be dedicated to the struggle. Yeah. Because it's, it's going to be a struggle. It's more downhill than it is up. But once you get up, man, it's so beautiful. But you, yeah. you still can't relax then. You can't get complacent. Like, uh, I'm in the lead on something. I don't want to just barely win. I want to dominate. I want to. Bro, people will catch up. I want to step on your neck. Yeah. Like, I want to make sure that you know that Chase is on another level. I do everything that I can 
and I still can't reach. And that's what keeps me going, just knowing like I'm able to exceed other people and they're doing their best. It's beautiful. But still being humble about it, knowing I have to work. Mm-hmm. I have to keep grinding. Everything, bro. You got to do everything. Yeah. Like, for we could talk about that, too. When you're starting out, you got to do everything. You can't be too cool for shit. You can't exactly. be like, oh, I can't do this. Like, you know, how's this going to look if I'm if I'm the one doing this as well? Like, you know, you can make the suits and send somebody to get them delivered. But I'm sure you take pride in your product. And I'm sure you go to your clients and you hand deliver it and you talk to them about things. And you make sure the experience is, you know, proper. Right. And a lot of people just set shit up, file an LLC and, like, hire people to do shit. And it's like you're taking away the personal element from it. You're taking away what you really believe because if someone you're paying somebody like what 10 15 dollars they're not going to believe as hard as you believe true they're not going to really even give off that energy to the people and that's what the in my opinion that's what we're missing in this world and you spoke on this earlier too we i think we spoke on this earlier off camera Mm -hmm. we're talking about the personal sort of element there are a lot of things missing you have to really have love and care in the product that you make in the product you deliver and you know, for those that are just listening on audio, you came here with a lot of your fabrics. And yeah. I don't know what these are called. Samples, maybe? It's uh, swatch books. Swatch books. Swatch? Yeah. Swatch. Swatch books. I can really see that you care, you know? Yeah. I, I, I do a lot of these episodes, and people don't pull up with their, 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 their products in a way. They don't, because they don't take pride in it. You take pride enough to have these displayed. Yeah. That's how you know it's real. Thank you. That's how you know it's not just if somebody wants something, I got to order it from somewhere and, like, Hurry up and make this shit happen. Like, you got this shit on you. That's yeah. real, bro. Yeah, I uh, I actually got that from Rick Ross. I see you always talking about repping your brand. I'm rep- repping my brand. This brand is is me. I tell people, this is family history for me. My name is attached to this. So I'm, I'm taking this to my grave. I believe in everything that I put my name on. I tell people, and I'm so serious about this. I'm willing to die for what I believe in, for what I love. I'll take it to the grave with me. A bullet or this stuff, I'm, hey, my life versus this, I'm not, I'm like, no, you have to kill me for this. No, for <laughs> real. That's how hard you got to believe. And if there was a way to explain to people how that comes about, how you got to that point, you know, that's why these, these uh, podcasts are important. Yeah. Because you can somewhat share stories, but, like, truly, you can't give anybody that formula. And I'm just going to throw this in there, bro. This is why I don't like all the seminars and all the self-help books. I mean, books, yes, I love books. Mm-hmm. But some of the self-help content that's out there, I think what I was thinking about was uh, courses. I don't like the self-help courses. I don't like to go to this motivational seminar. And I don't know if you fuck with that stuff. We can talk about anywhere. why you do, but... Yeah, that's that's good. I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't personally like that, man, because you can't sell somebody that. You can't sell somebody that drive. You either have it or you don't. Right. And you can attend a seminar, you're not going to you're going to leave that seminar it's like caffeine. It's going to wear off in a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. It's going to wear off in a week depending on who you are. And then you're back to who you were. You're yeah. back to your old habits, then you're back to doing the shit you always do. And then you're back to sitting and one like sitting there and wondering, "Damn, why is nothing happening?" It really has to be within you, and you really have to believe as hard as you're explaining you believe. Yeah. So if you can somehow pinpoint how you got to this point, you know, please. And it's one of those moments just clicked. Uh, 
couple moments, I was, I used to work overseas. I was working in Afghanistan, just being there. And yeah. then also, it just came back to me with everything that's happening over there right now. Is almost, I can say, my PTSD went to another level. Yeah. Because I've been clinically diagnosed with PTSD. For Were you deployed out there? I wasn't deployed. I was a government contractor. Okay. So I was out there working, assisting uh, the military. Shout out to the military because they yeah, man. they was over there risking their lives for, I can't really say, like, for a real-life mission. But that's that's a whole nother story. Right, you know? exactly. But just being over there and knowing the amount of money that I made, that I seen, I could take this to another level with me just seeing the contracts, just knowing what my company was getting paid mm-hmm. over there, I can do this. Like, Bro. just going back from being a child, I can do this. And that's when I fully had thought about doing the suits because I was traveling to uh, Southeast Asia, going around, getting suits made, coming back home, getting <laughs> people tell me how nice I look in the suit and everything. And I, I said, okay. I like this. I like dressing up. I, I like the, the attention. It, it felt good. It felt natural. And so I went back to Southeast Asia to a country, asked them if they could teach me how to do this stuff. And they said, yeah. But I also went around uh, to different manufacturers asking if they would work for me. Got told no a lot. Got told no. Got told no. Until someone that was willing to work with me. And we started doing business. But like you said, it has to be in you. Because it's a it's a mental aspect. It's more mental than mm-hmm. anything, and you have to make those sacrifices to want to be great. Yep. Like you have to do things even when you don't want to, and the things that you don't want to do, you still have to do them great. Because that's the discipline of it. Do I want to get up in? Every day go to the gym at 4.30. Well, wake up 4.30, go to the gym for 5. Not every day, no. It's, it's tough, but I know it makes me better. I know it helps with me mentally. I know they'll help me in the long run in my age. And that's what I want. I want to be able to be 50 years old. And they say, oh, you look like you're 30, 33, 34. Thank you. I appreciate it. I put in this work for this. Just like I'm putting in this work for the suits. I'm putting in the work yeah. for the DOC app. You have to do it. No, for sure. You really have to do things you don't want to do, like you said. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing, in my opinion. Just doing shit that doesn't feel good, that you don't get validation <laughs> for. That you can't, like... I don't know. How do I say this? Because people do try to almost get validation from little things. Like, you'll see people taking a little story, sitting with their laptop in a planner. Like, they got validation for an activity... Mm-hmm. that they should have been doing anyway. Yeah. But if they are doing it for the validation, then nothing's going to happen. Clout. And I'm not trying to like, I don't know, man. I have a lot of opinions on this. Shout out my backpack, man. <laughs> Shout out the backpack. I don't know how it was holding steady that long. But yeah, like I have to be careful how I word these things because I'm not trying to be critical. And I used to be like that. Mm-hmm. I used to do a lot of shit for validation and like post pictures and just try to create that image that I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. And I realized why I would do that. And I realized, like, the way I realized why I would do that was through a lot of introspection and being down on myself and being real with myself and, you know, almost shitting on myself in a way. Not putting myself down to the point where 
I can't like function or can't do things. Yeah. But putting myself down enough to where I'm not lying, where my ego is not in charge. And that's required for so many people in this generation. Yeah. And it confuses me why we don't talk about that. Why we don't talk about not operating from ego, not doing things for other people. If you can make suits for the rest of your life and nobody on the internet knows and you don't post all the cool shit you do, would you still do it? Yes, because I love it. That's it's, the thing. I have a love for it. I don't need a camera to to be on me 24-7 or for me to post for people to know that I do suits or that I'm having clientele. I don't have to have that because I genuinely love it. Like I... It's just like how you was talking about everybody like going to the gym. If yeah. you don't post that you're going to the gym, you're not going. Yeah, are you really going to the gym? I'm going to the gym. Like I do I really have to post, make a put a timer on there at five twenty four in yeah. the morning. Do I have to do that? Let's think about that. Let's think about that. That's beautiful. Why do you think people do that? With the time, with the gym. I think it's for it's for validation before you have the success for it. Beautiful. People want the validation. They want to be applauded before the product is done, it's finished. Mm -hmm. No, give me my roses when you see that finished product. I don't need for you to clap for me during the process because it's nothing. The job not done. Like Kobe said. It's almost distracting. Yeah, it it can be a distraction. It can make your head blow up when it shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't need no applaud when I'm I'm running the race. I'm running 100 meters and I'm at the 50-yard mark. You see me in the lead. No, my drive phase might go down, and I have 50 more meters to go. That guy's dead in fourth place. He might have longer legs, has a slower process of taking off, and he's eating me up. No. Apply me when the ribbon is cut, when I get across that timer. Exactly. That's well put, man. I think that's exactly what it is. They want instant gratification without putting in the work, before putting the work. And there's, yes. I think there's science behind this as well. Um, if you get the validation, you're less likely to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's why telling people you're going to do something is worse than not telling them. Because when you tell them, you already got the validation from them as if you've done it. Right. When they tell you, oh, I'm so proud of you, I wish you all the best, that's this, that feels the same, that fires the same uh, you know, uh, neurons in your brain, generates the same chemical response as if you did the thing. Right. So while it's good to tell people for accountability purposes, Maybe it's not the best thing. And we see a lot of that, like, oh, my shit's coming out soon or this dropping soon or not making moves in silence, but they're broadcasting that they're making moves in silence. And I'm not trying to, like, shit on people or, or, or anything. Again, I'll say it again. I used to be like this. Yeah. So I'm actually shitting on myself. I'm just telling you this is, how, this is how it used to be. And I think it's really, really important for everybody to put all these things aside and really just look at the world that we exist and we can do, we can do so many beautiful things for so many human beings right. and we can create a society that benefits everybody the same in a in a similar manner it's never going to be the same but in a similar manner and i say it's never going to be the same because of the probability of life like variables and everything right oh, man. but it's not going to be the same but what we can do is make life better for other people and sure. when we have when we have people that do that like if you look at kanye He's putting his life on the line to make things, make a difference. And then as a byproduct, he makes money. He becomes a billionaire. Yeah. And people still are like, oh, he's crazy. Doesn't make sense, man. I, How can he be crazy? Think I, about that for a second. I, I, I generally like, think Kanye West is one of the greatest 
creators, creators ever with fashion and music and everything that he's doing. Exactly. He is, I believe, the most passionate person about his work that we have seen since maybe Michael Jackson, honestly. Like, how many people you know that you've seen is so dedicated in their work? And I love it because he putting his truth, his real feelings into his music and yeah. into his clothing. Even one of, how can I say it, on power. My favorite line of his is, I just needed time alone with my own thoughts. Had treasures in my mind but couldn't open up my own vaults. My childlike creativity and honesty is honestly is being crowded by these grown thoughts. He thinks as a child. When you're a child, your thought process is unlimited. You know, you might have grew up asking your parents why this happened. I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to do that. As a kid, you think you can do anything. But as you get older, that process of wanting to do more things is limited because mm -hmm. of things that you do in life. But Kanye, he's... He still had that childlike creativity. He thinks yeah. he can do anything. He knows he can do this. He knows he can do that. And I respect him on that. And people think he's crazy because he, he dreams so big. But when he do it, they applaud him. No, sit back and watch. Like, see the greatness happen. And I appreciate what he does. Because people always, he's super crazy. He's saying this. He's saying that. He's speaking from his heart. Yeah. You it's easy to that. Exactly, man. It's easy to dismiss him. And he said it himself, like he's self-aware to that point where he said, if you're a fan of me, you're a fan of yourself. Yeah. So think about all the people that aren't fans of him. Mm -hmm. You know, like they don't believe in themselves. They don't think they can do any of the things that he's talking about. Mm -hmm. He's talking about things because here's the disconnect. They see somebody achieve all of this. Mm -hmm. And then the person speaks from a perspective of having achieved all of these things. Right. How can they understand if they aren't even on the path to achieving even half of what he's achieved? They won't understand what he's saying because he's speaking from a perspective of like, I already did all this. Now I'm trying to break society, break the mold of our existence, trying right. to like find all these gaps that exist, but we don't talk about, we don't, you know, they don't want us finding out about. And that's what the childlike spirit is. It comes without bias. It comes without judgment. It comes without all of the things that you're taught growing up you got to behave a certain way you got to do this to be successful you got to do you got to act like this or you're not going to get this investor like you got to do this you got to dress like this he doesn't have any of that he'll do whatever he wants and that's why he keeps doing all this shit speaking in a language that other people are receptive to while saying what you want to say is the most powerful thing because now you're speaking to them but in your way and, it, and they can they can listen to your words and dismiss you or they can see how you're doing that thing and when people start seeing how he's doing what he's doing, they can start doing the same thing in their in their way. And that's what makes all of us powerful and unique in a way, you know? Yeah, I think everybody needs to tap into their own power, not have that fear. I think a lot of people uh, have a fear of what if instead of just trying it because there's no perfect time to start anything. It goes to the, to the figurative uh, lingo of jumping off the boat. Yeah. You just have to jump. Take that leap of faith. Like I can't diminish my faith, my my self confidence because you might not have that. You know, just yeah. saying like like a football team or a basketball team, we all have to work together. We all have to pull each other together. 
on it or it's not going to work. I'd rather work by myself because I know I have me every time. I don't want to have to depend on nobody else yep. to, to get it done. Give me me. And then it's two of you. I still feel like I can, I can beat two of you, just me alone. Because my drive, my heart is going to take me there. Blood, literally blood, sweat. If I got to cry through it, I'll cry, cry all the way through it. Yeah. But I'm going to believe. A lot of people see so much or they get um, inferior of other people's work. Your work doesn't have to be exactly like theirs. It's you or you. It's one-on-one. Nobody, like Jay said, nobody's built like you. You design yourself. That's true. So you have to have that confidence. That's one thing that I speak on. That's one thing that I, every morning, I have this thing called Estevez Motivation. I sit down the night prior, and I write out different speeches for motivation, for inspiration, because I want people to take it throughout life, throughout their day, go back through it if they need to, look at what I post. Because I want you to have that confidence about yourself. No matter what someone else says about you, first off, it's their opinion of you, so that doesn't make it true. And their opinion of you isn't your business. That's their thoughts. They don't have to tell you. You don't have to be receptive of it. As long as you know in your heart who you are in your mind and everything's good with you and whoever you believe in, that's okay. But you make who you are. That's facts. That is true. It's very well said as well. But the tendency to want to be like somebody else, again, is easy. Mm-hmm. You see people that have worked hard, that have put in you know, blood, sweat, and tears, everything, and then you see what they achieve and you see how they behave. And it's really easy to be like, oh, I can speak like that too. Or I could take that from them and, and act like that too. But no, you got to put in the work and be your authentic self. That's what I preach here too. And it's not just like, I'm not just saying shit and then doing stuff. I'm flawed, man. I take elements from other people all the time. It still happens, but I've, I have self-awareness. I can recognize when that's happening. Right. I can recognize when I'm thinking like I'm somebody else mm-hmm. and, and feeling like validation because of it or good because of it. I can sense that and then I can change it and be myself and be like, this is, what I, this is who I am. Like, this is what I sound like. This is what I do. This is what I look like. I don't need to do things to be like somebody else. So you love me more so that I feel good about myself and I feel accepted and then hopefully that motivates me to keep going and then eventually become that person. That's not what's, that's not what's going to motivate you. So right. if you want to touch on where your motivation comes from. Um, my motivation comes from, uh, man, numerous things. My mom, want to retire my mom, my stepdad, uh, just wanting to have everything in life that I always wanted, but also being pure and honest with myself. My motivation comes from just knowing that anything is possible and believing in me. I I feel that, uh, you know, you make your own motivations. is always not one thing, but also motivation comes from negativity as well. It's like a reaction or something or like a breakup yeah like one of my motivations is my most recent breakup you know because I felt that it was like whenever my ex told me that she believed in me I felt like it was fake <laughs> you know like honestly I'm, I'm just I'm just don't even being, get me started on that man <laughs> I'm just being real because every time she said it, I was like no 
and that also drives me now. It's not necessarily I have to prove a point because it's, it's not that. And I haven't even blocked her on social media. I, I leave it open. I leave my phone line open because I don't want to have to block you. I want you to see me. You know, I, I yeah. want you to see me. I'm not going to reach out to you, but my success reaches out to you. And yeah. you think that's something that you have to think about. Mm-hmm. But mainly just wanting to retire my mom and be good in every aspect of life, not just money-wise, but freedom, health, and just being a, a great person. That's why I get top five from because I want to be the best. I want to be in someone's top five because being in someone's top five is mean they consider you to be the best in one of their speeches. They will mention you. That's all I want to be is mentioned. My name to be mentioned in numerous people's lives that I affected in a positive way. That's, yep. that's how I really feel. It's awesome, man. Appreciate you being here. Uh, let the people know where they can find you, what the website is, social, anything else. Oh, man. Um, Instagram, International Chase, uh, Business page is Estevez Clothing Co. Uh, the website is estevezclothingco.onuverse.com. Um, email is estevezsuitsfw at gmail.com. It's a, uh, it's a great process.